What's going on, everybody? Hey, guys. We got a special guest today. <laughs> Safa finally made her way back, y'all. Right, Baby right. G is finally taking her nap. Yep. So um, we're going to make this. We're going to have to speed through this process <laughs> because, listen, with two of them, and I got to go take Zion to get a haircut. We have a busy schedule ahead yep, of us. Um, yep. But welcome back to the Golly Dating One of my podcasts. Um, for all the new listeners, we appreciate you guys checking us out. Thank you, thank you. Reoccurring listeners, y'all, y'all the real ones. In the words of Sister Perry, y'all the real saints. All right, people that's <laughs> inconsistent, they the ain'ts. I'm joking, but we appreciate you guys tuning in. I pray that you guys will enjoy this episode. It'll speak to either your situation or someone else's situation. I know this isn't a common um, type topic, but this is something based off a few like conversations I've had or. Um, some DMs and even a counseling session that we were going through something recently. Um, a young, well, not us, but like doing a, a counseling with someone um, that booked an appointment. They were mentioning how the person that they were with, you know, they have to marry a virgin. That's what the person said. That's what the person was saying. So they didn't want to, you know, mention their past because it's just like, well. Well, you already dismissed me before you got a chance to know me. Yeah, you know what I mean? Pretty much. Yeah, and I feel as though. That person, and it's not its not me trying to put that person on the spot because we've seen messages like, I've seen messages like that before. I don't know if Safa has noticed when people send that, but, you know, people wondering if they'll ever get married because of their past or right. feeling like, yeah. oh, I have kids, so I can't get married or feeling like, oh, well, I used to do X, Y, Z, so no one is really going to um, like me, you know. So I, I think that's, you know, the heart behind this message, you know, because I feel as though a lot of people feel as though their past disqualifies them. Mm-hmm. Um I don't view it that way, but I do know some people that legitimately do. So I guess I'll ask you a question, Saf. It's like, what are your thoughts? Um, when you were dating, when you were single, prior to me, whatever the situation was, whatever point in your life, were you under the impression like, well, I'm a virgin, so I, I want to marry one. I, I, okay, so as far as want to and have to are two different things. Okay. So... Um, I know this. the name of this podcast is I Have to Marry a Virgin, quote unquote. Um, I never thought that I had to marry a virgin. Yes, the thought did cross my mind. Would I have liked to marry a virgin? Mm, yeah, because I see like if if the, the person is a virgin, they're not comparing you to any outside relationship. You're kind of mm. learning everything together. Um, so there's nothing to compare it to. I don't have to compete with nobody. And then I also thought to myself, well... I would like a virgin because that means that that person values saving themselves for marriage um, just as much as I did. So, yes, I thought that it wasn't a requirement. I didn't think, yo, I have to have one. Then on the flip side, I thought maybe someone who's not a virgin because at least both of us won't be blind in this. Like we just won't be, you know, at least someone would be Mm -hmm. a little bit more experienced. Um, But I didn't think that I had to have one or one over the other type of thing. What about you? Yeah. So I think I. Uh, um, so because I unfortunately didn't get married as one, I honestly didn't care. You know what I mean? But prior to that, I think I always thought the idea of a virgin was cooler because growing up in the hood and growing up with all brothers, you never want to hear one of your brothers or one of your homies got the, got the girl that you ended up with. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And it's just like that awkward walking down the aisle and your homie is snickering in the crowd. You know, <laughs> that was always a thought. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I watched too much TV, I guess, but it was always a thought like, Man, like, what if the girl you're talking to was with one of your homies, you know? So yeah. th- that's always something, whereas I, I feel like people, uh, men in general, you know how we grew up, they had no problem running through every girl in the neighborhood. 
and then not marrying them, and then they looking like, ah, oh, damaged goods. Go you know, now nah, I gotta After go. you done damaged everybody. That exactly is just horrible. And it's horrible, but that's that was literally, you know, the pattern that was always happening. People felt like, oh, I could do whatever I want, but then uh, let me just find me something clean. Let me go be dirty. You know what I mean? To find somebody that's quote unquote clean. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I feel as though that was a, a a mindset that I always saw, but honestly, I didn't care. I thought, you know, being. I guess preferred that she wasn't because I don't like the fact that both of us are clueless. Um, you know, I would mm-hmm. like somebody to know what they're doing. You know what I mean? But it never really bothered me to the point that if I saw a girl wasn't a virgin, that I was just like, nah, there's no, there's no chance in heaven right. that I'm talking you to her. You didn't look at that as a red um, flag. I didn't, I didn't think that. I mean, there's a difference between someone who's not a virgin and someone who's promiscuous. Right. Someone is currently engaging. They in, are. They they're are, just doing what they do. They are riding the train. They are. <laughs> They are taking pit stops everywhere they can. It's like, obviously, that was not that was not about to be what I'm going to settle for. Yeah. And I say settling because in my head, I'm not just jumping in and out of bed. Right. So I feel right. as though, until you know what I mean? So it's just like, yeah, that wasn't something that I was going to be aiming for. So, but my thing is, so you, you thankfully, you did get married as a virgin. I don't mean thankfully for me. I mean, like, that's something you managed to hold on to. That's something I admire and I respect. Mm-hmm. But what if a guy would have told you? Nah, man, she a virgin. She born. She don't know what she doing. Or what if you thought he only liked you because you were a virgin? How um, would you have responded? If if I felt someone responded to him or just to in you, general, like, well, like, yeah, yeah, to that person. If I, if I if I felt as though someone just wanted me because I was a virgin, of course I would confront them about it. But um, ultimately, I I feel like I gotta trust my instinct. So yeah. if I feel any type of way like this isn't right because this is how you the, you want that the relationship is done, we just gonna keep it at a friendly level, or we're just not gonna we're just not gonna talk. As far as me, the, you had asked something else. I don't remember. Um, Was it a matter of how you would respond if he only wanted you if you're a virgin? Or, or oh, she a virgin, so she born. People have responded to me that way. Exactly. That's I feel like, and not that I go around telling people, oh, yeah, I was a virgin, I was a virgin. But I think people just look at me and before marriage, I'm saying it, they just think, oh, she too goody goody. I've heard yeah. it before. I've had someone, <laughs> a very good friend, um, you know, I said to him um, one time, and it's, um, I said to him, you know, why you say, he said something about like, you know, in a perfect world, I'm wifey material. I've always heard that. I'm marriage material. And I asked him, so why in a perfect world? Why not in this world? Because not that I cared to talk world. to him like that or anything. He said I was too goody goody. He said, you know, you know, someone who wants to get married, this is, you know, this is the girl they're looking for to bring home to their mom. But he ain't in that line of life right now. So <laughs> you're trying to find something to turn up with. Right. And so I just wasn't that girl. And people just looked at me and automatically assumed that. Even if even if they were right, they just looked at me that way. So I have I have gotten that before, and yeah, you know it 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 stung a little bit to hear that from anybody. You know, oh she's yeah. too so just be, they don't want me just because I'm a virgin. But at the same time, I always thought to myself, this is what God, this is how God would want it. And at the end of the day, if that person feels that way about me, then they're not the person for me. Yeah, so, so. I'm getting riled up, y'all. So she about to she about to stab brother has said that. <laughs> but nah, I definitely I, the way I view it, I think it's a a matter of maturity. I think it's a, a, a maturity issue. Um because when a person said that to me and the last person I, I'm I'm talking I'm referring to the last person who I held this conversation with, and they were looking at it like, Man, he's gonna leave me if I mention my past. Yeah. I asked how long ago was this? her last relationship, I think she said 
seven years ago. I think that was the amount of time. So God has forgiven you. You've matured in life. You've been celebrating. You've been honoring God. You've been doing all of these things. And if someone can hold a mistake that you made seven oh, years ago. Have. And they don't even, they even know you. Like, that means, one, they don't know you. And two, they don't value you. Because God is not holding your past over your head. So why why would we allow someone else to, you know, put that over our heads? You know what I mean? And that's why it's wild to me because, and I mean, don't get me wrong. Many of you are not that man or that woman who people are ignoring because of their past. But many of you are ignoring others because you're feeling as though, nah, man, I can't be with them, man. They, they, they were a little loose cannon. Like, mama was a rolling stone. Daddy was a rolling stone. Whatever. You don't want that to be the testimony of the person you're with. But right. at the end of the day, I don't know why we think that God had to forgive the fornicator more than he had to forgive the liar. No. Like, God had to, the homosexual had more sins than the person that gossips. It's like, I don't understand our logic and why we think that sexual sin is the only sin that God is against. Right. You know what I mean? So we hold that over people's head, and it just shows a maturity issue. You know what I mean? If if someone only thinks that you're worthy of being loved because you're a virgin, that shows they don't value you. It shows that they don't have a, a mature mindset on life because you're more than your sexuality. Mm-hmm. That's literally one aspect of your life. And I'm and obviously if you're somebody who's, you know, running through the streets with your woes like Drake and you're doing the absolute most, then clearly you need to find an altar and mm-hmm. let God work on you. Right. I'm not referring to those people that are absolutely in sin, constantly doing the same thing. I'm talking about someone who God has forgiven, you've grown, you've matured. And you're allowing the past to define you. That's when it becomes a problem. You cannot allow your past to define you. It's never going to be, it's never going to work out in your favor. And I think if someone only wanted you because of your virginity, then that shows that they have the issue, not necessarily you. Um, So the first thing I'll say is um, being a virgin, (laughs) you know, it doesn't mean that you'll be a good spouse. I feel like people don't know that, or that doesn't mean if they're not a virgin, they're going to be better in bed. Or if they are a virgin, you know what I mean? You don't have to worry about their past. You know what I mean? So in my head, did you... All right, so let me ask you, because you said, yeah, you would have preferred that. Did you think that would have made them a better spouse? Or is it just because I'm doing it, so I would prefer that they were doing it as well? They I, were saying, I think it was just because I'm doing it so that, you know, I'd prefer that they're doing it as well. I, I guess, you know, it's just a standard thing, you know? <clears throat> Um, but I didn't think that they were going to be an awful or a a great spouse based off the fact that mm-hmm. they, they were virgin. Like you said, if God forgave them and they forgave themselves, you know, and there's some people who are virgins that aren't so great as spouses. So, yeah, I didn't think one had a correlation with the other. Yeah, I, I don't know, because I, in general, I just think sex is something that you're supposed to learn together. So I definitely get... You want to discover your spouse. You want them to discover you in the most intimate ways. I get that. You don't want someone else to be there. But at the same time, I just don't like the fact that sex is like placed on a pedestal. You know what I mean? The, like the goal of marriage to some people is sex. Not glorifying God. Right. Nah, but I get to smash. I get to see the cheeks. He got the six pack. Man, we get to do the bumping and grinding. And people play sex on the highest pedestal when in yeah. reality... Sex is not the goal of marriage. No. Sex is a benefit of marriage. Right. You know what I mean? So it's it's like we have to put God back as the, the focus of why we're trying to get married. Is this person leading me closer to God? Are they helping me fulfill God's will for my life by being um, connected to them? Are they, what is it about them that's adding to your life? Because if the only thing they're adding to your life is the fact that 
man, they were a virgin and now we get to have sex, then clearly you're not understanding what marriage, what marriage yeah. is or what a good spouse is or what God's idea of marriage is altogether. You know, because our purity, the reason why that person should not be having sex or the reason why you shouldn't be having sex outside of marriage is not because you're trying to get a good spouse. It's because you're trying to honor God. Right. And I think a lot of times we forget that that God, at the end of the day, is the, the person that we're striving to please. We're striving to be like him. We're striving to obey his word. We're not obeying God's word because we want to get a spouse at the end of the day. And unfortunately, I think that's where a lot of people are. Yeah. I think just society in general places such an emphasis on, um, you know, I guess not necessarily being married, but having a significant other. And as Christians, of course, that's what we want. And I feel like people think that's the end all be all of marriage. Like that's yeah. what you want to be married for. And it's it's so much bigger than that. Unfortunately, I, I just feel like there's just a that's just placed on marriage and it's just a stigma that needs to be broken. Yeah. So no cool transition. I want to give a shout out to today's sponsor of the podcast, <laughs> uh, BetterHelp, which is a resource that I'm telling you guys about. So Christians, especially my listeners here, can prioritize your mental health. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You'll be able to connect in a safe and private online environment. Your counselor can be contacted at any time. Also, you can set up phone or video calls as you may desire. So if you're facing depression, anxiety, Anger, trauma, BetterHelp is there to help you. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. <clears throat> Excuse me. If you're feeling burdened down, I want you to want you to enjoy a more blessed and stress-free life. As one of our listeners, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash godly. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash godly Ooh, i'm kidding but um another thing i'll say is this that person your spouse being a virgin the day you get married or you being a virgin the day you got married doesn't mean you were pure right we say that on this podcast all the time but i feel as though that needs to keep being emphasized because a lot of people are placing their identity and their worth inside their sex status when that is not what purity is about. Um, Jesus said in Matthew 5, 27 and 28, you have heard that it was said by them of old time, thou shalt not commit adultery. But I say unto you that whosoever looketh on a woman to lust after her have committed adultery with her already in his heart. So Jesus came and he brought a different definition of our perspective of purity. Because we're pure if we're not going, we're not having sex. We ain't bothering nobody's spouse. We ain't, we ain't doing this. We ain't doing that. And Jesus said, yeah, but you were thinking it. It's so much deeper than that. You were thinking it. So you're over here thinking, oh, okay, well, I didn't have sex, so I'm honoring my spouse. And yes, that is a blessing to to have that, to, to be able to do that on your wedding day. But it does not mean you are pure. Right. When God is looking at, so we're looking at people according to their sex status and God is looking at us according to our hearts. Right. You know what I mean? We're trying to pretty up the outside and God is seeing all the filth on the inside. You know, so that's the reason why it doesn't make any sense to me. What are your thoughts on, you know what I mean, with the idea of people... I guess working on outside and never really addressing the lust or the, the whatever inside their hearts. I think we're doing it for each other. We're doing it for show yeah. because we can't fool God at the end of the day. We can always fool each other. We can fool even the people we live with, as I heard a preacher once say recently, but we can't fool God. So yeah. 
She talking about me. You're so annoying. <laughs> but yeah, no, I I really think that you know it, it's for show and and eventually what you know that won't last. That persona you thinking that you're pure on the outside just because you're a virgin. What's on what's in your heart will come out, whether it's through pornography or whether it's through the way you think or, um, you know the way you text somebody your your impure thoughts will show up and and yes you're you might think you're honoring your spouse by staying pure (coughs) as far as being a virgin but you're not honoring god because truly your inside is filthy and that's that's what matters the most yeah like I, i i was telling people like because growing up in apostolic church man you hear about so many of the things that we should do and shouldn't do and a lot of times there were some people that yeah, sis had on the longest skirt or bro looked like the the best dress with the suit and tie and doing all those things. And it impressed the leaders. You know what I mean? You right. you looked more spiritual. You know, you you were involved in all the, the media the departments. I was involved in almost every single ministry. Church invented in every prayer group, on the choir, um, moderating service, uh, the media team, the social media team. Mm-hmm everything. And I knew my heart was trash. You know what I mean? And I think so many times we think uh, um, obeying the word of God or obeying the the teachings that the apostles laid out means that we are pure in God's eyes. When when in reality, we can obey, quote unquote, every every rule and then our hearts not be in it. You know what I mean? And God can see, yeah, yeah, you are in service every day. And man, your heart never really changed. You were wearing everything that people said. You followed every rule. Because it starts from the inside. Because it's a it's, it's a mindset. You have exactly. to change your mental state before you can change all the outside. But if you don't start from your mind, it everything is gonna be. You're gonna look up one, one way. You're gonna look the part, but you're never really truly, like you said, gonna be changed. Yeah, Romans twelve two and the, um that mentions be not conform um to this world, be renewed by this by renewing of your mind. I'm sorry, Romans twelve one and two. Um, I'm getting two of my verses confused, but mm-hmm. Romans twelve one and two mentions that because a lot of times. We don't realize that our hearts are already conformed to the world and that we're trying to impress God. No, the Bible is saying don't be conformed to this world. You know what I mean? God wants to renew your heart. He wants to renew your mind because if your mind isn't renewed, it doesn't matter how many people you did or didn't have sex with. If your mind isn't renewed, God is seeing an impure heart. God is still seeing an impure body. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying, you know, the the mercies of God and the blood of Jesus Christ and everything that, that he did, you know, giving himself on Calvary means that you'll never rise out of sin or whatever. But I'm saying is just because Jesus died from sin doesn't mean that we have no part to play in this. You still have to submit yourself to him. You still have to die to your fleshly ways, your carnal desires. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And a lot of times we're not dying to our desires. We're just, because I feel as though when I would struggle, I'm struggling because I'm cutting off the symptoms, I guess you should say. I'm de- I'm treating the symptoms, but I'm not really dealing with, with me. Right. So if the girl is causing me to lust, ah, I'm going to cut her off. I don't deal with me. And next thing you know, that causes another girl to be the problem. Why? Because you never addressed the lust that was in your heart. And a lot of times we focus on, okay, well, I ain't having sex. Okay, but God is like, but that TV show you watching, sis, bro, that music you listening to, all of that stuff is still feeding something right. in your heart. It's not helping you be pure. You know, so a lot of times people think, oh, I'm a virgin. But like Proverbs 23 and 7 says, as a man thinks in his heart. So is he. So is he. So you might not be a murderer. But Jesus is saying, if you hate people in your heart without a cause, 
you are guilty of the judgment. And he's saying you are the same as a murderer. You know what I mean? And a lot of times we try to pretty up those things, you know, but somebody could have legit got married. You could have found that spouse never touched a man. She never, he never touched a woman. They, they, their hands have never touched someone else, but they've struggled with promiscuous thoughts their entire life. Years of pornography, right. years of, and even social media can be pornographic. If you guys want to keep it real, we know if you don't unfollow certain people, your mind is going to drift. Right. We know that. You know what I mean? So we have to be careful because purity is something that starts in the mind. You know what I mean? We're, we're, it's, 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 it's something admirable, something, you know, I'm always happy to see what someone can say. They're a virgin because it takes discipline. Like, bro, that takes discipline. You know what I mean? Especially the older people get. But the problem is, yeah, you should be doing that, but you shouldn't be doing it. Oh, I'm doing this because I want to get a spouse. No, the goal is let me honor God. Right. So you want your entire life to be pure. You right. want God to purify every desire in you, purify everything in you that's not pleasing to him, if that makes sense. You know, so what are your thoughts? Well, said that to what you had to say, even thinking it back to when I was a virgin, um, you know, like you said, you sometimes you just do it for the wrong reason. Looking back, I can honestly and truly say that I wasn't necessarily, I didn't always have the mindset that I'm doing this for God. Yeah. I literally thought to myself, you know, I mean, I knew that, you know, I grew up in church, so I knew not to have sex and I knew that I needed to be a virgin. Um, but I, I, I did it because a part of me wanted to to be a virgin for when I got married for my yeah. spouse, you know? And like you said, that is the wrong reason because even though I was able to make it to marriage without having sex, if you are doing this for a spouse and not doing it for God, a lot of times what will happen is your flesh will fail you yeah. and you'll end up falling over into sin because of, because of the, the motive behind wrong it. Motive, correct. The, the motive was for your spouse. It was for a man and not for, you know, not for God. Yeah, 100%. So, yeah, that's just basically, you know, what I think about it. So I think that, you know, there are probably some virgins listening to this. Check your motives. Why are you doing what you're doing? Um, I know that's not necessarily the the title of this podcast, but make sure that you're keeping your virginity for, for God to honor him and not to, to get a spouse, like Tavari said. No, forget the title of the podcast. We're just keeping it real. Um, if you're listening <laughs> still, then you know that's just how we're going to do this. But... But definitely, like Safa said, man, check your motives because the wrong motives, like she said, man, our desires are going to fail us. Yeah. But when you're doing it for God, then when temptation comes, it's just like like Joseph. How am I going to do this wicked thing and sin it's against like God? Like, yeah. He's willing to run when no one is there to even find out if he was with the girl. You know right. what I mean? So that's how you know when you're doing it for the right reason. Because there are other times when no one is aware of what's going on. And then like Samson, you just go and you go do what you want right. to do. You know what I mean? So we got to have the right motives. You know, we need to understand that your your sexual history is not your worth. Right. Stop placing your your validation in I'm quote unquote pure. Like, no, you're pure because God is making you pure. You're not pure because oh, I ain't sleep with nobody like that. That's, that's not what makes you pure. You're pure because God is working in your life. You know what I mean? And we need to stop thinking the person that slept with a thousand people is not pure. And the person that slept with just one, ah, oh, man, look He's at that. Pure. Look at I'm that saint of God. Than, Stop you know, it. Like, exactly. Stop it. Like, God is doing the same work in all of our lives. So we mm -hmm. cannot get to the point that, you know what I mean, somebody's marriage material or they're not depending on their sexual history. That's, that's garbage. And people need to stop feeding into that. You know, I'm not saying it's easy, obviously, to embrace somebody's past, but we shouldn't be willing to, we shouldn't be aiming to define them by it. We cannot allow the things of their past, the things that God has decided to forgive for us to use to identify this person. Right. That's becoming use their identity, you know? So 
we see all throughout scriptures that God used broken men and women. You know what I mean? God is never using somebody's past against them. Samson, he made terrible decisions, but God still had a plan for his life. Ruth had a past. She was um, a widow and the man, and everyone always talks about Ruth and Boaz, but there was a man who was the nearest kinsman redeemer before Boaz. And Boaz said, hey, do you want the, um, the feel? And the man is like, yeah, I want the feel. And Boaz says, okay, but you have to marry that woman as well in order to get the feel. And the guy's like, I don't want that. Uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm all right. I'm not passing on because he didn't want to keep the family name going by giving her a child technically, which wouldn't be his. It would have mm -hmm. been her former husband, Eliakim or whatever his name was, um, Eliakim, to, to, it would have been his children. So this guy said, I'm not going to marry her. And what ends up happening? Now Boaz gets the opportunity. So this is someone that got rejected because of her sexual history, right. because she had a man before and that man wasn't able to give her the kids before he died. So her history got her rejected by someone else. And all that did was open the door for Boaz. So a lot of us were praying for Boaz and then we're frustrated when someone rejects us. No, that rejection is helping you get to where God actually has a plan for your life. You know, and Hosea, God making him marry a prostitute. God can use anyone that per none of us want to marry a prostitute. At least I wouldn't have wanted to marry no prostitute. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But God still used that marriage to bring glory to his name, to bring um, Israel back to a state of repentance so, them so they can see their sinful ways. Right. So. I was just pre I was on a preaching yeah, high horse. I hear, I'm sorry. I hear you. I hear. I'm um, listening. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. But the last thing I'll mention on this is if you're making this demand on someone, you better be a virgin as well. Like if you're saying my spouse has to be a virgin, then you better make sure that you're one. And I'm not saying I agree with that mentality, but I, I can but I can <laughs> understand it and I can respect you as a as an adult. Say, nah, well, I waited. I would prefer that my spouse waits as well. Right. But yeah. I, I also think, you know, would prefer and saying that they have to be a, a, a yeah. virgin are two different things because then you block God blessing on your life. What if the person God has for you isn't a virgin? But it's okay to have a preference. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But like Tavares said, if, if you're making those demands, just make sure, you know, you're a virgin as well. Because that's like, you know, that's like, for instance, I have student loans. And if Tavares would have, if I would have... Nah, she ain't telling me to write them out because we would have broke <laughs> Listen, up. Listen, I didn't even ago. know to write them out. <laughs> but I mean, for me to have said to Tavares or to anyone, no, you need to be loan or debt free for us to get married. That wouldn't have been realistic of me because I have student loans. Who am yeah. I to put such a, yeah. a, um, a request on you when that's not a request that I'm fulfilling myself? Mm-hmm. Like people that say, I need a spouse with this good, with this nice shape, or you better my spouse better work out. And you, you better work out. You ain't you. been to the gym in seven years. <laughs> you cannot lift your wife if she gained weight. And you over here talking about, oh, she got to have this shape. You know what I mean? To me, all that stuff is nonsense because you're not being realistic. Like Matthew 7 and 12 says, so whatever you wish that others would do to you, do also to them for this is the law and the prophets. And obviously that verse ain't talking about dating, but he's saying that same standard you're putting on people. You better be willing that they put that back on you. You treat right. them the way you would want them to treat you. So don't say, oh, my spouse need to be a virgin. Oh, I know I messed up a couple of times, but they need, he need, I don't want to hear that he was out there um, doing this or she was out there doing that. No, like you need to be able to say, well, well, and, and like Safa was just mentioning, obviously we can understand we're not agreeing with your mindset, but at least it shows a level of maturity that right. you're, you're, you're trying to say, well, man, I was saving myself. I would appreciate if God sent me somebody that was saving themselves. But I want you to understand that 
in the Bible, there are a lot of people, widows, like I just mentioned with Ruth's story, when they're talking about the kinsmen redeemers and people in those type of situation, you would think that those are the women that are the most favorable, favorable to go after. Mm -hmm. And I know that's not something common. I know everybody want to find them, you know, something fresh and untouched and everybody want to, you know, find me my little trophy spouse. But that's not always something biblical. Yeah. And unfortunately, many of us, we're ruling people out because of cultural norms. Culture is saying somebody had sex, uh, damaged goods, leave her alone. He's no good. He's a dog. And then we, we, we throw people out. That's what culture says. But that's not what the word of God does. God says he, he forgives people. Right. He washes people. Paul said, um, we know that the unrighteous won't inherit the kingdom of God. And he begins to name off the fornicators, the liars, the thieves, the effeminate, which is those who practice homosexuality and all kind of other sins. And then he literally goes right on to 1 Corinthians 6 and says, but such were some of you. So, yeah, other people were in these sins. Other people in these sins aren't going to inherit the kingdom of God, but you are in those same sins. Mm -hmm. So why are we holding things against people? So, you know, so my encouragement you know, so we we need to learn to not allow it to pass to define us or allow it to define other people. We need to view purity through the right lens, through right. the lens that God intended, not for not according to our purpose and what we think it should be. You know what I mean? Because we're going to get it wrong. You know what I mean? You're going to find somebody that was a virgin and you're going to think you hit the jackpot. And that person was dealing with masturbation for years. Mm -hmm. That person was dealing with pornography for years. That person was dealing with all kinds of other right. kinds of abuse for years. Right. I was just thinking that I was literally thinking to myself, like, you can marry a virgin. And like I said, I, I, I had mentioned earlier, I wanted to marry a virgin. I thought it would be cool because at least there's nothing to compare it to. But I could have mm -hmm. married a virgin. That person could have been comparing me to things they've seen. Um, you exactly. know, they could have thought I was boring compared to the, exactly. you know, the porn or whatever it was that they were um, watching. So... And and listen, pornography isn't even real. I know y'all love what I won't say y'all love. I know there are people that are still watching these things and they're thinking, oh, boy, I'm going to do that move when I get married. You are not going to do that move. <laughs> you are not as flexible as some of these people. Um, you are not taking the pills some of these people are taking that yeah, they're doing. It's not all, realistic. It's not realistic. It's lying to your brain. Pornography literally lies to you. It's a billion dollar business. I think they said the NFL, NBA. And another, I think MLB, Major League Baseball, all of their revenue combined does not make as much as the pornography That's industry. That's crazy. Does combined. That is pornography is one of the biggest industries wow. in the entire world. And you know why? Because they are creeping into people's mind and letting people think, oh, it's just fun. Yeah. It's just engagement. It's just, I'm just learning. That's what one thing when I watched pornography when I was young, I was like, oh, I'm just learning what I'm going to do. I cannot do any of that nonsense that they're showing on a thing because it's not real. Yeah. Yeah, and then it's, it's a lot of times it's abuse. A lot of times it's several men and one woman. All of these things are not God's design. Right. And, and people are not objects that we should be learning to you just view that woman as an object okay boom they're there for my sexual gratification right. and a lot of times when we think oh i need a spouse that's experienced so i need a spouse that's not experienced why you're thinking about your flesh you're thinking about yourself you're not thinking about how to serve them right. you're thinking about how can i get better served and that's what marriage is marriage is about service it's not about oh what can you offer me right it's not going to be how good are you going to treat me in bed no that's not the goal of your husband ladies is to make sure you climax ladies the goal you have for your husband is to make sure he climaxes that is the goal of sex that and reproduction yeah it's not a matter of man i hope he got this or i hope he's this long and i hope listen i'm I know, I know we have youth. Like you said, listening. societal the expectations. 
but we have to kill what society is trying to teach us because none of it is biblical and it's only going to play with your mind. When we think about people like Rahab, like I mentioned, none of us would have wanted to be with a prostitute. Rahab was a prostitute and because of her protecting the children of Israel, I think it was Caleb and Joshua, when um, they were being hunted, <coughs> she was ended up um, being saved and those in her household um, because of the Scarlet Letter. You guys have to read. I don't, don't want to do the whole preaching segment again. But because of that, she ended up becoming a part of the lineage of Jesus, mm -hmm. a prostitute. So while we are thinking someone with a rough sexual history cannot be my spouse, a blessing came out of her history, out of her, out of her womb, led down to the generations that where Jesus is coming from. And then a lot of other people, Jesus didn't come from some perfect spotless, you know, thing like people may think. But a lot of times we forget that a lot of a lot of people that we will rule out. God is wanting to use them. Right. A lot of people that we will neglect, God is able to make them the best spouse. And ladies, sometimes that brother is 5'4". I'm just saying, you know, I just had to throw that in there. Um, <clears throat> sorry, I don't know where the mucus just came from. But, <laughs> but any, any last La words? Any last words? I just, you know, I mean, what if, what if God was, what if he only wanted us because of how we were physically? Yeah. You know, because we were a virgin or not a virgin. What if he only wanted us you know, because we no longer, what if he no, no longer wanted to use us or we couldn't be a bride of Christ because we were no longer a virgin? We have to treat people the way God treats us. and we we're, not, we're not saying go marry somebody who has a crazy history. No, not we're, at all. We're not telling you you have to do that. Right, but if somebody's trying and if they're really living for God and, and you know, maybe they, had, maybe they have a past, don't hold that against them. Don't put that... In a, in a book of your standards of your checklist that they have to be this or they have to be that in order for you to marry them as far as virgin virginity wise because that's that's not what god wants and the person god has for you might just shock you because they not, might not feel that standard you know of, of what you're looking for yeah ladies like the five four brothers i'm just saying like listen i'm tall so i'm just i'm just trying to help out my my, my, my shorter guys you know so <laughs> so i don't, I don't want y'all to feel this though i feel it insecure i'm just lashing it out um but no 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 but all just aside um like safa said man i just want to thank god that he's not like us yeah. that god doesn't look on the outward appearance and because the bible made it clear that in several different people several people that he spoke to he were choosing the weak things of right. the world He's calling Gideon a mighty man of valor. Mm. Gideon is in fear of his life at the moment. Right. He's calling Israel a great nation. And they are few in numbers compared to everyone around them. He's right. calling disciples that are probably rejects. He's calling people. Um, he says that God choose the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. Meaning God didn't choose any of us because of how great we are. Right. But he kind of picked us because of how trash we could be. Right. Because he knew if everybody saw that person that used to be at the strip club preaching the gospel, they have no choice but to know it wasn't them that did it. Was it was God. It was God. God, every, everybody in your hood know, bro, you were trying to get at everything. You could have got any girl you wanted, but now they see you sharing the gospel online. They have no choice but to see that God right. is real. You know what I mean? And many times a lot of you may think, ah, oh, well, that person, man, you know, they have a bad past. I don't want to be engaged with it. And if somebody can see how faithful that person can turn into as a spouse, then they know God is real. Right. You know God what I mean? God could use anybody and he could use anybody. And it reminds me of a phrase I've always heard growing up. God doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the call. Yeah. And God doesn't call us to find virgins. 
but he wants us to follow him right. and let him choose our steps. Right. So if you're one person who desires the married virgin, hey, you know, that's still your choice. But let's make sure our motives are pure in the things that we're doing. Right. Make sure that our hearts are pure. Make sure our bodies are pure. Make sure we're not holding someone's past against them, not mm-hmm. allowing their history to stop them from being in ministry in the church or stop them from teaching Bible studies or whatever it is. Don't allow someone's past to define their future. But appreciate y'all for tuning in and our guest speaker for today <laughs> for, for stopping by when the baby oh, fell asleep. Please. You know, thankfully she stayed asleep the whole time. Yeah, that is subscri- good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I know as soon as we turn this off, she'll wake up. So see y'all next week Thursday. And if you're on the Patreon, we'll see you in Bible study. Peace. Peace.